2: Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin.
3: What were you not expecting to find in your home, 206 421 Hello, Tess. Welcome to the Men's Room.
4: Hola. 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 (laughs) Okay, so me and my boyfriend lived in Buckley, and we had another house in Charlotte, but we would never, like, be at the other place in Buckley. But when we came back one day, we noticed, like, a bunch of things were gone, and then come to find out there we have a squatter living underneath our other house.
3: <laughs> underneath? Oh, it. damn. Wait. What do you mean underneath the house? Where? Where?
4: I lived in, so it was like a trailer, so he like stayed underneath because we had like wood on the side. Yeah. And so like he made like a little cross space and was like literally living underneath.
3: <laughs> How long do you think he was living underneath the trailer?
4: The way
5: it looked, I think like a month or two. Jeez, man. Was he able to access electricity or anything like that under there?
4: Yes he did. And a laundry room.
5: <laughs> so he was able to wash his clothes, stay dry. At least he had hygiene. I mean right. Yeah, yeah. Give him that much.
4: It was like free living for him.
5: <laughs> what I mean, what else did he have in there? Did he have like a hot plate or what, what was what was part of his repertoire in there?
4: Well, the only reason like so I know that he wasn't all there in the head, you know. And so wait a
3: minute, wait, wait, wait. A guy living under a trailer, <laughs> you're telling me he wasn't all together there, huh? I'll be
5: damned. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So who discovered, how how did someone find him?
4: I found him when I had a, because the septic thing was clogged, and so I had to go underneath to check it, and then I found, like, this bed, and then I was like, what the heck? So he wasn't physically there. I saw him walking up the gravel road with grocery bags.
5: (laughs) And so did you stop him and confront him at that
4: point? Yeah, I did, and then he kept saying, this is his place, and I was like, no, this isn't your place, this is my place.
3: How long did the Did you have to call the cops? Did he go away on his own or what?
4: We called the cops and the cops came, but they said they've had issues with him throughout the area and he'll just leave. And I was like, well, he's on my property and I don't really feel comfortable with him there. And the cop just basically brushed it off. So I was just like, okay. And so for like a week straight, I just kept telling this guy, like, you need to leave. I don't feel comfortable here. You need to leave. Please leave.
5: (laughs) So he was still underneath your trailer for a week after you called the cops?
4: No, he would, like, sneak in and out because he lived against, like, the wood lining. So he'd, like, wait in the woods till we leave and then come in.
3: And, and how much longer did you say this lasted?
4: It lasted, like, a week
3: longer. And whatever happened to this guy, do you know?
4: Um, I
3: don't. I like how people would tell you, this mm-hmm. is my place. Like, bro, just, just a general <laughs> rule of thumb. I don't guarantee this, but as a rule of thumb, when you live under a structure, it's, it's not probably yours. not yours. And if, I pre- no, I
5: prefer, you know I prefer mean, to live in a crawl space.
3: Like, If I dig a hole under my own home and choose to live there, I mean, technically it's my property, but clearly I've abandoned anything that makes sense, right? I will say, one of the houses that my wife and I were looking at to buy, and we got real close to buying it, I won't go through the whole story, but it was on a short sale, the guy that lived there got pulled up by the FBI, he is known in the city of Seattle, right? All the stuff went down, but so they got rid of all this crap so basically they're selling everything he owned including his house because of the business that he was mixed up in at least regarding his arrest a lot of people knew who he was and none of them were above board they weren't necessarily like hardened criminals or dangerous but lots of junkies some other things going on so the house had been empty for about seven months and a realtor takes us in and man we're like wow because again this guy was loaded but they're selling it for the Seattle Average at the time. So we're like, this house is bomb, man. This guy spared no expense, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. was unbelievable. And we're looking around the house, and I'm like, you know what, man? This might be the thing. And now the real estate agent did warn and said, look, because of what this guy was mixed up in, we've heard reports from other neighbors that occasionally a squatter will pop in. I wasn't really sweating it. I'm like, well, yeah, but once we move in, you know what I mean? That, that's easy right. business to deal with, is my perspective. Now, that you want to deal with it. Sure. I'm like, yeah, if you break into my home, I, I'll handle that. But I remember I opened up the back because I'm one of those guys checks every part of the house if we're doing it, right? You know, flipping the light switches, check the outlets, every single thing. And there's a bathroom on the, on the first floor, and it's a powder room, but it's like the biggest powder room you've ever seen. It Just everything about this house is Mac daddy And I lift the lid on the toilet. And there is fresh human excrement in it. Ah. But the fresh human excrement is on top of old human excrement. And there's no water in the toilet. Ah. Dude, ah. I cannot explain. So I'm like, that. that is insane. So even the real estate agents, apologetic, she's like, man, I, I should have checked that. So like it, it happens. Don't sweat it. So we go to the rest of the house. Now, this is on my mind, but this house is almost too good to pass up. And we go upstairs, and again, it's more Mac Daddy. It is insane. We don't even deserve a house like this. But again, they just want to sell and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So there's a bathroom upstairs, full bathroom. <sighs> Lift the lid on the toilet, same thing. Oh, my I God. I like, and then there was a third toilet, Jack and Jill, for uh, adjoining bedrooms that would have been the kids. Okay. And I was like, oh, dude, Jack, perfect. Lift the lid on that one. There's more poop. I'm like. There's fresh poop in every toilet. There was no stink whatsoever. Once you lift the lid. Sure. It's like Pandora's box. Whatever's in the box stays in the box. But they say, hey, don't open that box. Well, I did not know that. And every time you lifted the lid, I cannot explain. So by the time we left, the entire house just smelled like a wet fart. And it's just all of these turds. Anyway, we did not buy the house. Someone did buy a little bit later. But we had heard that even after this guy bought the house, uh, squatters would still show up in his backyard. They'd still break. Like, somehow they got it in their head. That no matter who lives there, it's there. We can squat there. The good news is Alicia has plumbing, and they can flush their turds away.
2: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swell new
6: music. Live in the flesh, yep. Ryan Castle. It was so nice out, wow. I figured I'd get
5: outside the house. The man who jinxed summer it, is here. I know, it's my fault. It's <laughs>
6: totally it's totally my fault. See, here's here's what happened. Okay. I put a new deck on the house last fall. A mm-hmm. lovely one. You, I, you, you ripped nice. up the one that you put in before. Right, the one that Thrill and I put in. Uh, I tore yeah, it that was a joy. Finding yeah. bones was all was over the backyard. Fun. It was a ton of fun. Uh, so took that up, put, put a new deck on the house, bought some new patio furniture, got a nice new umbrella, the whole nine yards. You have a couch in, up there. In it, yeah, yeah, yeah. In anticipation of the nice weather. So my apologies. My bad. It's my <laughs> fault. We've had such a this. terrible spring. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah, totally. And now That's you have so. a pit area with a little fireplace. Uh, yeah, it's super,
6: super nice. Super nice. So I decided to come here today and hang out in this dark studio with yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first day of summer. The weather's cooperating. Not it's bad. almost like the weather was waiting for summer solstice to it's finally on turn into summertime. Right. They were just waiting for the, appro- the ex- appropriate I ex- appointment. I
5: was excited to, uh, to be able to fire up the scooter. Yeah. Last couple days,
6: yeah. I rode rode the scooter in this I was morning. Like, this now, is great. It may I may have been a little premature for shorts on the scooter today. It was a little brisk, but on yes, the way was. on the way home this afternoon, it's going to be
5: real nice, mm-hmm. real nice. Summer is so, here. Yeah. That means uh, that summer uh, tunes and everything else that uh, that goes with that traveling. Yeah.
6: yeah so these are so what I came up with today. These are the best songs of summer we listen to on repeat year after year. So we're going to cover the spectrum of music covering the season of summertime. Okay.
5: Sometimes I wonder what I'm a gonna do But
6: there ain't no cure for the summertime blues yeah, so, I don't know if you ever listened to the lyrics of this song. Lots of people have done this song, The Who famously, right? right. Um, but uh, Eddie Cochran's Summertime Blues is about having to work when your summer fling wants to hang out. Oh. <laughs> That's the summertime blues. <laughs> what did I gotta go to work while my girl or my guy right. wants to hang out. We what all did, know what that means. What
5: did your kids tell you the other day, Steve? What's that like about? When you went to
3: when you went to work, like what are you doing up? Oh yeah, so they had summer break Friday, Monday. It took one weekend them for uh, to forget how the world works. So <laughs> on the weekends, I'm never up before them. Right? It's just not going to happen. So Monday, they get out of bed around eight thirty, whatever, and they cannot believe that I am up walking around the house. My son goes, "What are you doing up?" I said, "You are on summer break. I still have to go to work." That's He's right. like. Oh yeah. Enjoy That's it. Right. I'm Enjoy like, it. Yeah, this is a yeah. you time, not a me time. I
5: every every year I get more people in my life and my family who forget
3: that people work for a living. I know. I'm not exactly sure. Cuz people what start this is. retiring, yeah, I, kids I, I, get a summer break and they forget like right well, the well, rest I think, of the I, world's
6: work. I think your family Miles is a lot like mine and they're still wondering when we're going to get real jobs. Or That's what date right. were what date <laughs> is? I mean, I got
3: a call the other day it was like it was
5: last week it was Thursday afternoon. It was right before we were about ready to go on the air. It's like 1 30 or so. And I get a call from a relative and they like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm at work, man. What are you doing? I get, I get those every now and oh, again. Hey, I'm oh.
6: going to be downtown this afternoon around two. Oh. What are you up
5: to? I'm like, working yeah. at my <laughs> job? <laughs> Don't you have one? Did you forget that that's what people do? What the hell happened? These are the 10 best summer songs of all time. Guns, nine, number nine.
3: I don't know that I played these songs in the summer, but now that I'm hearing them, I only hear these yeah. songs, and, and I never mind hearing them. And they them. feel
6: good in the summertime. Right. All these songs feel good,
5: don't are they, they? Are they still saying uh, low to mid-80s, maybe, for Saturday and yeah, Sunday? That this yeah, that is correct.
6: Going to that Sounders match on Saturday, you better put on some sunscreen. <laughs>
5: Thrill. Well, thank you, God, you got <laughs> that big old umbrella. That's right. Biggest
6: goddamn umbrella I could find. <laughs> Ten feet. <here. laughs> Ten footer. What happens if the wind blows? Uh, it, it probably would fall over. Okay, I was, right. I, Dude, I was out there one day, and uh, the wind was blowing a little bit, and I had that big 10-foot umbrella open. I was like, I don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got, it. I'm about to stand for it and everything. I'm like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. know if this is the, the, This is how people die. <laughs> right. What happened to him? 10-foot umbrella. Yeah, took he just his, came took flying his head from, clean he off. He came flying
5: from the other yard. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even see it coming. <laughs> right. Right over the fence line. These are the 10 best summer songs of all time.
2: Eight. number eight.
6: Fun facts about Don Henley. Never liked the guy. <laughs> yeah. But this song, I like this song. This is okay, a good right. song. This yeah. is a good song. Boys of
5: Summer from Diane. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a beat man, mm-hmm. you know. Is it cool this
5: year to know that uh you're not going to have a dead body in the house next door during the summer months? Well, I mean, or is it a letdown? Yeah,
6: I mean, uh the the season is still young, Miles. Man. Has
5: anyone moved <laughs> in? Oh yeah. I think, oh yeah. yeah, I haven't talked to him. Did yet. you tell
6: me about I the dead body? We did uh, we did a block party with all the neighbors uh, a few weeks ago or the uh the the cats who moved into the place next door. Where old man Withers died uh, Did not come But the rest of the neighborhood Was like Who's gonna tell him <laughs> Can
5: I tell him <laughs> Right, right. Do you know what happened In your house He was covered in flies oh. You know Long the body Was in there Ooh. Weeks oh, At least yeah. At least <laughs> It's a sad These song. are the uh, 10 best summer songs Of all time Seven Number
4: seven That's what I had
3: I don't know that I know the song. It's and Family Song? I'm not feeling this yet. <laughs> Never mind. I know the song. Yeah.
6: We, just, we, that haven't, got, part we rings haven't gotten to the hook yet. It's hot fun in the summertime. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
5: 10 best summer songs of all time.
2: Six. Number six. But I feel like
3: you can only play this one at the beginning of the song, because right. yeah. somehow they make summer sound depressing. This
6: song, this song is like uh, you've been up all night, and then here comes the sun. And you're like, oh Not no! Right.
3: It's
5: more of a warning. Here comes like a, the sun. Sounds like a Herschel Walker. You're thing. gonna have no. a bad day
6: at work tomorrow.
5: <laughs> and another one. Yeah. Herschel Walker's and theme surprise. <laughs> song. Surprise! <laughs> oh no!
6: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta walk back all those statements <laughs> out.
5: He's telling you it's bad <laughs> because he knows. <laughs> These are the ten best summer songs of all time.
2: Five, number five. On your mama's port,
5: you, told me that you know, you me. when this song came out, I knew what he was trying to do. But I just kind of figured, no, he's not really trying to do that. No, he couldn't
6: be talking about
5: that 60 But he, but he, he absolutely is. So just. Uh,
3: the best days of his life. For, That's why it was the best days of his life. For
6: perspective, you know it's not his experiences in the summer of actual 1969 because he was born in 1959. That would have made him 10, 10 years old. Right. Oh. This, this song would have been very different from the perspective of a 10-year-old. Sure.
3: That's all he did all summer long. Yeah, That's why it was the yeah. best time a, of, his, of life.
5: his life. What happened in the fall? It's a great summer. <laughs> yeah. How did things get cut off? I wonder how he blew it.
3: Back to school, ma'am. That tells me this happened during the daytime. Oh man! He was he was a latchkey kid. The parents are at work. He had one in the to, summer of '69. He spent three
5: months of the night in a sheriff's badge. Starting tying balloon knots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> four, number four. <laughs>
6: This feels like a Bad Choice Friday song right here. Yeah, I absolutely.
3: love the Go-Go's. Vacation from the Go-Go's. You know, people go on winter vacations, but this is not the song you play. Well, you
5: know, in my mind, if you live in Seattle and you've been here long enough, you play the pro tip, don't go now. Yeah. Stay yeah. here. Yeah, this <laughs> is the time to stay, man. Right, absolutely. And then, and then here in a few yeah, months. Vacation in uh, January when it's dark. That's exactly what you need to the do. The dark months. Yeah, this is the time to be here. These are the 10 best summer songs of all time free But the tonight it's different world. Go out and find a
2: girl. Come on, come on and dance all night. Despite the heat, it'll be alright and
5: late. Don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the nights in the summer.
3: See songs summer, like this in the summer. They pointed me in the wrong direction when I was a kid. I was like, I can't wait to be an adult. Cause in here stuff like this, like when you want a girl, you just go find one. And that's what he said in the city. Like, hey man, just go find a girl in the city and start dancing. I'm like, sweet, it's that easy. Well, it's not. It is nice to see people come out. Yes,
5: it really is. It's like you can tell those days. Where you're like, oh, oh, it's a nice day. Oh yeah, yeah. boy, it's a nice day. Where it's have not, you been for the last know. six months? Since I, you, do you live in my neighborhood? <laughs> Why is it? What's your dog's name? Yeah.
3: Why do good-looking people never, never show up in public in the winter? Seriously, the weather changes. Job. All of a sudden, everyone's good-looking. Right, right, there's beautiful people everywhere. I
6: think it's uh, the wardrobe. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Right, every, like, everyone
6: yeah. looks good in a summer dress. Even
5: my not Hawk. everyone. Ten <laughs> of best summer songs of all time. Two, number two. I think this is my son's theme song, man. Yes. It's always it's a better song when you're a kid in school. Yes, absolutely, without question. It doesn't it doesn't hit the same now. I still get it, but.
3: And you're just counting down those days. Well, if you're an at-home parent, this song is a warning. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. If you're a kid, it's a celebration. <laughs> Trust me, my wife and the kids have very different perspectives of what summer vacation is yes. like.
6: When these kids were doing uh, homeschool.
3: You were oh, like, my God. God. Another cocktail at 9.30 a.m.? Sure. Goddamn right. Sure.
5: These are the 10 best summer songs of all time. So we made it
3: to number one.
2: What? Number one. I wish they all could be.
3: Having visited Los Angeles and San Diego, I'm here to say, they're right. Cabral Diaz! Yeah.
5: That's what Arnold calls a proctology appointment.
3: Cabral in
5: Diaz! <laughs>
6: in Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, and a happy birthday to,
0: uh, to Brian Wilson. I think he turned 80 yesterday. So. Yeah, he did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
2: Reach out to the guys on Twitter, at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network.
5: Who started the fire? How bad was it? Two hundred six four two one. 421 Hello, Tom.
3: Welcome to the Men's Room.
7: Hey, guys. How's it going? Hola! Hey, uh, I'm an elevator service person, and I service an elevator in a local hospital. And uh, they wanted to put a card reader in this card, and it was right before lunch. So they wanted me to check to see if I had enough wires in there to hook the card reader up. So I go and open up the COP. This elevator didn't have what we call an independent service switch on it. So I was holding the door with my foot and uh, opening up the car operating panel. And when I got the job, there's some oil that had leaked down into that compartment from the door operator on the top of the car. I cleaned it up as good as I could, but there was still some residual. And uh, I moved the loom of wires to the side to see if they had the wires in there I needed. And this wire that had been taped up came untaped and scraped against the back, of the back of the cab and arced. And it started a fire in the bottom of the... Uh, some lint in the bottom of this compartment and started to burn. I took my... Gloves out, and I was hitting it on the floor trying to get this fire out, and it went into the hole where the cable goes up and goes travels up to the controller. So it was burning in this hole, and I was freaking out. So I stepped out of the way, and all of a sudden the elevator door closed, and the elevator started moving up the hoistway. On fire! <laughs> on fire! I could see the fire getting bigger and bigger. Well, hey on,
3: hey on, uh, I, believe I believe them. Here are the I mean that's the right response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the
2: radio sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when
7: calling. Now, back to the program.
3: Alright, Tom, so the elevator is now, you said it's going up, right?
7: It's going up, and I'm seeing the fire get bigger and bigger, and I turn around, and I notice the door's closed, so I rip the door open, and uh, jump out of the car, and I see that I barely got enough room that I can get underneath the tow guard to get into the pit, and I turn sideways, and there's this medical salesperson in a suit, this guy standing there, and he knew something was up by the look in my face. So he said, what can I do? And I said, throw me that fire extinguisher behind you. He gave me the fire extinguisher. I get down in the pit. I spray it all out. And as soon as I touch that thing, the whole pit falls with that yellow dust and see my face in my mouth. Ah. I can't see. So I find my way to the door, and I crawl out. And just then, all of the engineers from the hospital jog up, and they say, Tom, is everything all right? Is, is the fire out? And I look up, and there's just a little bit of fire on the top where the uh, door truck I turn to him, and I said, yes, but, and as soon as I said, but, the director, the big guy, he pulls the damn fire alarm. Oh, jeez. So, after all that, I've got two battalions. You pull a fire alarm at a hospital, you get a response.
3: Yeah, for sure.
7: There's like 20 20- 25 fire guys, and they're all coming at me going, you know, what happened? We're, you know, go turn the elevator off. Go turn the elevator on. We better run our, our cameras and, and make sure everything's out.
3: That's crazy. And, Did they evacuate yeah, the we, hospital at all?
7: No. No, they didn't even, uh, it didn't even have an audible alarm. Nobody knew anything except the people who were standing around the area.
5: Oh, that's comforting. <laughs> Tom, how uh, about this home in uh, in Maryland? And it was built in 1970. All right. So I believe either because of the Korean War or the Vietnam War, they had a copper shortage. So there was about a year or a year and a half where it was very difficult to, to get copper wire right. to, to do homes. So they would do aluminum wiring. So I bought this house from the, the original owners. They they had been put in a senior center. Okay. Uh, so they I basically you walk in there and it's... It's 1970. Yeah. Wallpaper wise, carpet wise, it's still 1970. Lime green carpet. Right. It's it's 1970. But there was aluminum wiring in the house, and it, it was all on uh, relay switches. You could hear, you oh, well, could my- hear the wires whipping in like whew, 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 in the walls and, and kicking up against the walls whenever you turn the light on. So I had to go in there, and I, I can't remember what the the, the electri- electrician technique is called. It's either called like rabbit tailor basically Dovetail tail? no, dove tail or whatever but you're using Dove, a, duck dove something animal rabbit I don't know but basically <laughs> I know what you, you do don't is, beaver tail it you take the copper wires and then you you if you're gonna put in new I had to put in new uh, outlets and new switches yeah you need to, I think dovetail or whatever the hell it's called on the copper now so that it's it's because you can't buy aluminum wiring switches it, right Because they prefer you don't have that and uh they they have like those little purple uh, uh lug nuts kind of thing that you gotta but you gotta shoot gel in there because the aluminum wires expand and contract. So you have to leave you have to let them breathe. But if you nick the wire, it will shoot a huge spark out and catch your house on fire. Jesus. Now I've got two young children <laughs> it's in the safe. house. <laughs> I don't know and I'm going through like and there's always like eight outlets in a room. Right, and right. And you're like, Oh my god. If you nick one, you're I thought it was gonna burn the house down.
3: How comfortable were you? No, I was not comfortable, but I kept doing it. But even with your own ability to do this, like, a month later, like, every time you you turned on the light, were you convinced that your house is going to burst into flames?
5: No, because once I got done, I was a pro.
3: I had figured it out. I knew the technique. I knew exactly what to do. Okay. Now, it's one thing when you're done, right? And you go, like, all right, I got this down. Did you think to maybe reinvestigate the first one through three that you did? Like now couple, that I know yeah, how to do it better, I'm not sure that I did the beginning really. I had a couple
5: well. lights that I questioned, like an alu- like a, uh, a ceiling <laughs> fan. I questioned. There, were, there was a few things, that I was <laughs> don't like, Don't well, right, turn it on. Just don't turn it on. Will we be okay? And that was like the last thing I wanted to take down, but it, I was I was terrified. Yeah. And it still it, it didn't change the fact that when you hit the switch, the aluminum wire didn't whip. Through you can still hear it. Yeah, it's still on the same system on the inside. Right, right, right. So it's still on. You know, I guess like a switch system. God. I don't know. I was I was scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, who started the fire, and how bad was it? Two zero six four two one. 421 Uh By the way,
3: we got the answer to the animal and what kind of tail it is. Mm. Okay. We I'll give you three more guesses. You get three more so it's guesses. it's not that any of the one, one It's, we it's not any was of the animals. rabbit? It is not a rabbit. Uh, I thought for sure it was going to be dovetail. Uh, it's, uh, a, it's a farm animal. Uh, farm pig tail. Pigtail, pigtail. Pigtail it pigtail is. That is right. Pigtail yeah. is what you do with your hair. Yeah, the
5: pigtail. You pig tail. do a lot of things with pigtails.
3: Well, pigtail... I don't know why we call those pigtails, because pigtails are generally curly. They are. And even, not- even when girls do pigtails. Right. Like, or right. We say they have in pigtails, but. Maybe the first girl that did it was just real ugly. Ooh, I never thought about that. I mean, that's, that's where my mind goes, because you're right. A pigtail is like a corkscrew. So if your hair is just hanging there, like, whew, I don't call that a pigtail, because Sheila did it, you know. Mm Mhm. Maybe that's the ugliest woman in the world
2: Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told Available on Radio.com
3: Hello Paul Welcome to The Men's
5: Room There
3: we go
2: Hello.
5: Hola Hola. Paul you sober not sober Uh, Sober Sober Paul welcome to Big Dummy Okay our poll today Death by animal will it be uh, through the elephant The cassowary, the shark, and the giraffe How you going? I'm doing shark, man. Shark. Okay. Ripped apart and drowned. And then eaten. Yep. Good times. Deep under jobs. Yeah. That's all. Okay.
3: You know, somebody here makes a good point. They said the cassowary, it looks like the bird from the movie Up. It basically oh. does. It might be. Yeah. But picture that bird trying to kill all the people instead of being <laughs> silly. And you have a cassowary. <laughs> now I want to redo Up. They get up there, bird kills them. Done. <laughs> All right. Yes, it's a comedy, Paul. I'm glad you caught that. It
7: is, but it
3: is. Dude loses his wife. He floats away to a house and is killed by a cassowary. And a talking dog.
7: a talking dog. All right.
3: Here is your question.
7: Yeah.
3: What young actor played Forrest's son's gump in the movie Forrest Gump?
7: Guys, good talking to you. Haley Joel Osment. One and done.
5: Damn. Nice work, Paul. Took no go. time at all. Game is Big Dummy, 206 four, two on rock you say Ozman
3: or Ozmet? Ozment. Oz-ment. It is Ozmet. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I won't correct him then, because he uh-huh. was right. <laughs> yeah. I'm only not going to correct you because you are correct. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hello, Christian. Welcome to the men's room.
6: Say hey, fellas.
3: Hola. Oh. Christian, are you sober or not sober?
6: I am not sober right now.
5: Okay. <laughs> Christian, what? uh <laughs> how do you want to go, man? Elephant, cassowary, shark, or giraffe? Uh, I'm gonna go shark. I think shark attack. All right. Hey, can I ask Ted? Did you did you quit dipping? Are you done?
6: Oh yeah, dipping. I mean it, that's been like since 2007. He always wears trunks when he goes swimming
7: now. Mm-hmm. All right, man. <laughs> uh, I, Are you uh, still dipping? I, I am. I've used you for uh, inspiration a few times, and you know, but uh, I'm still here.
3: Yeah, it's. T- I mean, I hate to tell you, I I still miss it.
7: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: Anyone who does any kind of tobacco product, my, my uncle, and he has since passed, not from smoking, but since passed, he had not been smoking for like 60 years. All right? I mean, it had been a long, long, long time. He's like, I miss it every day. It's like, Jesus, well, man. The
5: problem is, is that, you know, with nicotine, it seems like you're not around that so much. Right. So like when you're around it, it kind of triggers that feeling. I just think I'm around more people who smoke than dip. Yeah. So well, least, yeah. yeah, when I go you on the the, when I would go on the, the hockey the, trips you know.
3: with like the donkeys, oh, right. like that's tough because you know you just hear that sound, yeah, yeah. and it,
7: it's like uh, anything it else. Seven years, and, oops, sorry.
3: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's just habitual, right? Like I don't drive much anymore, but every time I'm on a road trip, it's like, oh man, this would be a great time to throw in a lipper. It would right. be.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you're not bad wrong. Good. Yeah, it'll keep <laughs> you awake.
5: I mean, all the things. <laughs> you're not hungry.
3: Yeah. But by the way, what do you dip? Kodiak. Oh, okay. Yeah, pinch the bear about it. I was always on the Welfare Bear. No, oh. uh, The Grizzly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, welfare <laughs> the Welfare Bear. Yeah. Stuff's not cheap. <laughs> it's even hard to find these days. Well, they try yeah, to make exactly. it harder to find, right? So. All right,
4: Christian. Thanks to you, Ted. That's a good job, man. All right. Thanks, <laughs> man. Thanks
3: man. All right, multiple choice question for you. There are a total of two ATMs on the continent of Antarctica. What bank runs them? Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, or Citibank? It would be
5: a crapshoot here. I'll say Citibank. No, 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 no. No ATM fees for me. It's Wells Fargo. It is Wells Fargo. They will not charge me the $3. Do you think they still hit you with those? Hell hell yeah, they they do. Hell yeah, they do. I'm in Antarctica.
4: I don't have a choice. What are they buying? No,
5: that's
3: the question. That is the (laughs) question. What do you need an ATM for? Because you
5: can go to the the QFC.
3: But there's no stores or anything there, right? Listen, man. I'm in Antarctica. We're there for like six to nine months at a pop. I'm getting horny. Ted, I'm gonna go ahead and Two hundred dollars. Look, if I can use the if I can use the card,
5: then I <laughs> can <laughs> use the card on purchases as well. Sure. So why don't why do I need cash?
3: <laughs> what do you need cash for drugs? Well, in, in who's your drug dealer? I don't know. That's what's, like. My mind is blown. They have one. Much less no, they have two. two. They have two. <laughs> Those saucy Antarctica hookers. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be ready. You got to be ready. <laughs> Just two hundred dollars through your mouth. Come on, man. Cocaine. It's, and It's been a while. Give me a mouth hug. 30 seconds. 200 Come on, Doug. easiest money you've ever made, man. Been there a long time. It's cold. Oh All right. Gosh. Here's a question. What music festival did Perry Farrell create? Perry Farrell? Mm-hmm. Yes. James did he start Yeah. He created one. Uh, oh, Lollapalooza. There you go. Oh, God. I'm like, how old am I? Because he's like, he started. Well, that was when, what, 91? Uh, that's how old I am, I know. I was not looking for an actual answer. All right. does he, still, he must still get paid when they do one, right? They do one or two a year. Does he do still, is he still kind of a... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But oh, I yeah. mean, like, he really? started. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Damn.
5: He does uh, one here and one in, I believe, oh, South that's America. Right.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Because uh, they, they do very well.
2: Can't get enough of the Men's Room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app
5: do right, man, it's drink attack.
2: Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day.
3: Drink time it is. As usual, we head to see Drink Desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Uh, yeah, before we get to the shot, just one last comment came in. I went to a Walmart in California once, and there was a meat locker in the shoe section. Very weird. Felt like I was going to die there. (laughs) Meat locker in the shoe section? (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. Uh, Today, we toast an unnamed woman. It's just kind of an interesting story, all right? So there was a bride. And she needed a new wedding dress, but just a few months before her wedding, which sounds like forever. But if you've been married, you know one thing because of the alterations, the diet that the bride inevitably is on, right? Leading up all this kind of stuff. It's not a deal. Well, the owner of a bridal shop in Chicago recently took to social media to explain a situation she dealt with. She said the groom called her in a panic, said, look, he needed to reorder his bride to be's dress. She'd ordered it, just didn't have it anymore. And the bridal shop owner says, look, she was confused. At first, but eventually she figured out why. The bride's mother kept the dress in her closet for safekeeping. Again, this is not unusual. But sadly, during that time, her mother, as in the bride's grandmother, well, she passed away and she wanted to be buried in her wedding gown from back in the day. Well, that dress was also being kept in the same closet. You probably piece this together. When the family went to the closet to get grandma's dress, they grabbed the granddaughter's dress instead, which was a huge Huge goof! And she spent thousands of dollars on this. The only other thing they could do is exhume grandma and pull the dress off. Oh, Obviously, man. that seemed a bit tacky. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> so they buried the grandma, grandma was buried. in the wedding dress. But meant here's for the problem: her granddaughter
5: or their yes.
3: Yeah, I meant for the granddaughter. But they couldn't figure out what happened to her dress for a while because it was a closed casket. It took them weeks. For the family to finally figure out what had happened so it's like oh thankfully it all worked out they didn't have uh time to get the exact dress again but the bride was okay picking a new one so all's well (laughs) that ends well the same thing happened to my uncle shows up at a guy's funeral family gets mad at him because my uncle was very close with this guy my uncle shows up in a green suit everyone else is wearing black navy blue thing is my uncle's one of the polar bears so my other uncle his brother pulls him aside admonishes him Wants to know what happened to the goddamn black suit I bought you like two years ago. My uncle just pointed at the casket. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry to yell. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat, you party in our tummies.
5: Down the hola, bitch Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room
2: podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told. With Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Oh man! A
7: Double Flush production.